here. Who are you listening to? What's one of the reasons we're standing here tonight? Because we want to create another context for hearing. Hear what? Hear what? Hear this. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Miss everything else in life. Cambridge, miss everything else in life. But get this one. Don't miss this one. Tie it. We read the other verses after this. It says, tie it to your heads. Put it on your arms. Put it around the doorpost. Put it on the lintels. Get hold of this one. Love God. We're not a complicated church because the Bible ain't complicated. It's very profound. But we want people to love God. You were made for relationship with God. And I'll tell you, I've looked at all kinds of definitions. I wrote a, a book many years ago, a little booklet on worship. I taught it at a Bible college. But when I come back down to it, this is one of the best definitions you'll ever read or hear about worship. Love God with everything you've got. And I can't relate to how if somebody says they love God, how it isn't automatic just to go, ah, I, I can't, that's just natural. Or to dance or to shout or to sing or to live a life of devotion day in, day out. And to do your job with diligence because the God whose eye on us here is on us when we go to work. It affects everything. If we love God with everything, it doesn't say worship Microsoft. It doesn't say worship Apple, though we are appreciative for many of their devices. It doesn't say worship your family or worship education. It doesn't say worship church or the way we do church because there's a million one ways of doing that. It doesn't say worship a country. It doesn't say worship your health or your bodies. It doesn't say worship your family. It says, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Miss everything else. And get that. Get that. That's true wisdom. I said this morning in the service, I'll say it again. You can be really clever and not wise. Because the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And there's a lot of highly intelligent atheists around who do not believe in a God. doesn't make them wise. Hear, O Israel. This passage is an incredible passage. I wish I had time to unpack it. It was taught to the young boys at the earliest age of when they could speak in Israel. That was about three years after a girl. But they were taught to say these words. The, if you just pass me that, the men have a prayer shawl. Thank you. And every morning and evening, don't take any photos and put this on Twitter, they put their prayer shawl on. And they, I'm going to preach in this for the rest of the time, stop laughing. Uh, they put their prayer shawl on. That, that reminds them they're under God. And they repeat the Shema. They say it with reverence. There were competitions. In Jesus' time, there were some who, rabbis who talked about, when's the earliest time of day we can say it? And they tried to work out, as soon as you can see this, or as soon as you can see that, when's the latest time we can say the Shema? When into the evening? Because we're to do it in the morning, we're to do it at night. And that, when can we do it? 
Israel, they weren't like other nations that followed after other gods. Israel followed the one true God. And when they were being martyred for their faith, they didn't compromise their faith. Do you know what they repeated as they were being martyred? The Shema. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is one. They would repeat it. It's probably true to say that the last words that Jesus repeated on the cross could well have been this. That as he's giving up the ghost, he's repeating, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is one. And they would find every which way, day in, day out, teach it to them. How could they say the Shema? And this is the obvious question. Why did they love these words so much? What was so big? We don't do it. We did it tonight. But what was so big a deal about reciting a bunch of words? What was so big a deal? It's because they believed that in these words and in obeying these words was the key to life. I'm telling you, this is the key to life. Here. Oh Israel, the Lord is one. That means there's only one God. There aren't many gods. Here, love him. He wants a relationship with you. Why are we doing Sunday nights and giving ourselves more work? Because we love God. And then let me add this, and I'll close with this. Not only did this answer, what is the purpose of life? What did they exist for? Does my life count? Is there any reason? That answers all those questions. But Jesus, a rabbi, he comes and messes with the Shema. And when they ask him, what's the most important thing? How can we inherit eternal life? What matters most in the life? Good Jewish Jesus. Because he was. Guess what he repeats? The Shema. He says, Look, this, this is the first commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Well done, Jesus. Well done, Jewish Jesus. You've said it right. And the Pharisees are all around. He's got it right. This boy knows his stuff. And then he adds. Then he adds. And the second, the second is love your neighbor as yourself. And suddenly, what's he doing? You can't mess with the Shema. Love the Lord your God doesn't say love. But he adds, the second's just as important. Love your neighbor as yourself. It's impossible, guys, to love God and not love your neighbor. If you say you don't love your neighbor, then you don't love God. That's how important it is. And Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself. And it be like me. Say, you know, the... Apostles' Creed, some of you may repeat that regularly. It would be like me saying, we're going to say the Apostles' Creed, and so we say it together. I believe in God the Father, maker of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ as his only Son. And then we get to the end, and I, I add this. And I believe all Christians should vote to stay in the EU. <laughs> I'd get in trouble. Or maybe I could add, I believe all Christians should Leave the vote to leave the EU. I don't know which is uh, you're going to stone me for, whichever one. Just trying to please you both. And you say to me, How dare you add to the Apostles' Creed? Who do you think you are? You have no right to do that. Then we get to Jesus. 
And he says the Shema, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, man, and strength. And love your neighbor as you. Who does he think he is? Uh-uh. Got it? Who does he think he is? He's the Lord your God. And he's able to mess with the Shema. And this is why we're doing an evening service, guys. Because we love God. And we love people. And what is C3 about? Love God. Love people. You got it? Love God. Love people. Love them so much that maybe you can give them a free ice cream afterwards. What greater love is this? Love people so that you treat them with dignity and respect and you try and help them in life. Love people so that you have stewards that point them in the right direction. Love people so that you have decent toilets and love people so that you do pre- decent print literature. It's not rocket science, but thank God we're not building a rocket. We're cooperating with him in building his church. Love God, love people. That's the whole deal. We live, we love God, we give our money, we give our time, we give our effort because we love God and we love people. Is that hard to understand? Oh, but if you get that, people say to me, we want to go deeper, deeper into the word, brother. Hey, let's go deeper. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And when you've got that one sorted, then we'll go a bit deeper. Hello? You're not smiling at me. I feel like I've offended some of you. That's a shame. We move on. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Oh, and love people as yourself. Let's bow our heads and pray if the band would come back and lead us. Father, we thank you for the freedom we have in our nation to proclaim the name of Jesus like we're doing here tonight. When we look around the world, we do not want to take this for granted. We have opportunity to stand here together and confess Jesus Christ is Lord. And so we pray as we launch this other service here at C3, that it will be a place where the lost and the least and the lonely will find a home. And that those that are feeling, oh, everything's all right in life, that they too will have a revelation, a ha-ha moment, and they'll see, I'm loving other things, and it doesn't really give me fulfillment or satisfaction, and that they too will turn and love Jesus. Give us strength. Give us energy. Give us money. Give us resources with people. And we promise as best as we are able, Lord, as best as we are able with that motive that we think is pure, but motives are a murky pool, we promise to give you all the glory, all the praise, because there is only one God, and his name is Jesus. Amen and amen. Let's stand and continue to worship him.